Hi, this is another pre-podcast spoiler alert slash introduction. This one was recorded a few days before Becky would eventually go into labor. We tried to record as many as we could um, before that would happen. Um, as a result, though, the format of this particular episode is off the rails at times. There are spoilers throughout for The Last Jedi, Harry Potter, A Christmas Story... So if we start talking about a particular topic and you don't want to know what happened in the end or the middle of that particular show or movie, you might want to skip ahead. Also, at the end, um, there is a very funny uh, group therapy session about The Last Jedi that um, uh, my sisters and I recorded, not on purpose, really. It was just during the pre-show conversation, but I thought I would catch that for posterity for anyone who wants to further listen to my sister's deconstruct the movie and i hope you enjoy this week's episode well becky's immune system's invincible right now well, actually the opposite, the opposite. your immune system's very well, what do i know i've never been to a pregnancy to nine months i know i was gonna say you never got to see this kind of rage in ali's face yeah no i've never seen this pre- like i this your this is where we are completely outside of my depth our babies, yeah. you just cooked on getting, high for eight months. and then somebody who's going rage. on 41 weeks pregnant, it's just pure rage at this point. Pure rage. Like, <laughs> just a giant ball. You're, Becky's, this you're, is my worst day I've had pregnant in 41 fucking weeks. Well, because it's going to get harder and harder until Becky, she goes into labor. It's just the way it is. Becky's You're like, like, Becky's like Kylo Ren ordering um, uh, laser beam strikes on Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Becky, baby update where we're at. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Is there any like? Here's my baby update. It's perfectly normal to be over your due date, and I don't need people saying things like, "Sorry, can you get like, like she? Sorry, in case she can slap you through the phone, step back." No, (laughs) I I don't need to hear things like, "Oh my god, she's losing her mind. She's suffering. She's got a birth." Like it's perfectly normal to be past your due date. And why is everyone standing around being like, when's the baby coming? When's the baby? I don't know when the baby's coming. I, I didn't. I just wanted an update on how you were doing. I just wanted an update on how you were doing. That wasn't targeted should, at you. That was targeted at the general audience. She's doing great. Okay. I know, but I wanted to hear like the atmospherics. Like you had the funny Ikea story, things like that. Okay. And then oh, let's, just, let's just cut to and let's just do a, a, a show where we talk about recommendations and things like that. Let's do a do-over. Ask me how I'm doing. I'll be I nice. have to start it from Wait, the beginning. You ask Becky twice how she's doing. We won't ask you any time how you're doing. <laughs> ask me and all. Oh and all right. Okay. So after we do Becky's Becky update, do you guys want to just do recommendations of things we were watching? Because I'd be curious for Becky to give. She started Mindhunter because I recommended oh, it. Oh, we're going to start that tonight. Okay. So Becky can talk <laughs> Mindhunter. Oh, and then oh God, we, we started, started Easy last night, this Amazing. Netflix show. That's pretty good. Oh, I've heard of that. I'm not. I'm not super. Into, well, I don't no, really I'm, like. So, okay, well, we'll we'll get to that. Okay. The source right. material with the reading <laughs> source material. Well, next door. <laughs> okay. okay, we have something very. Funny. <laughs> start from the beginning. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this episode's terrible, but it might be our best episode yet. No, it's so. I, I want. Do you know how hard it is to edit this when we just don't start from the beginning? 
<laughs> like, okay, but we will be rep talk. Becky will talk about mine. Let's do one of your Mez Blas throwaways. Then let's do. No, no, no. Becky really didn't want to do it again. Let's do episode. one of them. Just do no, one of them. Do Pick one. Those are just notes I was taking. It was okay, like... but try. Listen to me. I know you're the director, but I'm just going to say that you're going to talk about your terrible Christmas movie. Yeah. Then we can do some wrecks. So Becky's going to say what, you know, so far, what her thoughts are on the Mindhunter wreck. Mm-hmm. Then Becky and I can talk about how we just started Easy. Okay. And then a really funny thing that happened right after that we watched the first okay. episode. Right. And then we can do a meh, blah, boo. And then that's it. Oh, I'll, I'll talk about um, uh, Stand Against Evil. I haven't talked about that yet, have I? No. And Riverdale. <laughs> no, we're not talking about Riverdale. We can't debase no. our no. Shy, shy. Certain yeah. things don't make it on the show. Okay. We could do a whole episode on fact, your terrible day. It shouldn't make it on the show. The fact that you even like, I'm embarrassed. You just told me that you've seen an episode of that. Oh, no, he watched. Like right. he's a shot. He's a super fan. Careful, <laughs> right. I'm playing fucking hard drive right now. <laughs> All right. Game okay, already did that. All right. I need a second of quiet so I can start. Can you hear the football game that Dad's watching? No. All right, Don't here we me. are. Uh, welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We are trying to get in as many episodes as possible before Becky has her baby all in the right time, Bisha Tova. Um, I'm joined tonight by my so sisters cool. gathered together in California. How are you guys doing tonight? We're laughing at you. How Jewish you are. Baruch Hashem, Shai. Baruch Hashem. You know, I sit and I worry about you every day, Becky, all day, that you should be okay. Yashirkoach. After I have the baby, Shai's going to call me and say, Yashirkoach. He's going to come up to you and shake your hand. Yashirkoach. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm crying. I'm going full tears now. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get as many podcasts done before this baby's coming, but at this rate, I'm not sure this baby's ever coming. We're gonna just have we're gonna have a front load of like 12 episodes, all day by day, giving our emotional temperature on where we are with the Last Jedi between here and a week from now. Honestly, I have to say, I'm still coping with it. I know we've had a few follow up. Um, emotional one-on-one conversations about it. I mean, we're not going to like get into it now on the podcast, but I, there's still a lot of thoughts and feelings. And I think reading the reviews that are critical in a very like honest and smart way is what I find comforting because I don't feel crazy. crazy. Yeah, feel me like too. My frustration actually has. Um, has like has people that agree with it, you know? Yeah. But I'm not I'm being some crazy fan, but like it's based in like, you know, real issues with storytelling and consistency and disrespect for, you know, the the films that come before it. And so yeah. yeah so I, I'm I'll be with you there again without going in I, I just got off the phone with Josh before talking here, Josh, um uh, uh who deserves a great shout out because it, Josh and I had different feelings in different places, but similarly had criticisms but just knowing that he had them too and made me feel not crazy and not alone because that's the person i've been absorbed with star wars with for over 25 years well, and, yeah. and, to, 
agree with the things that we're saying, or did he thought it was? I, I would say, like, I, I would say he, I, and I don't want to speak for him. In fact, I think we should, when we do our follow up, we should have Josh on to break it down with us because he he would be really fun to have in the conversation. But I think he saw a lot of the criticisms that we saw, so we had a lot of fun just kind of laughing at it, but also enjoying Star Wars. And both of us agreed that the movie actually made us li- like it made me like. Rogue One more. It made me appreciate even the Phantom Menace more. Nothing's going to make me appreciate Attack of the Clones more. But um, uh, but but anyways, the fact that I wasn't alone, just like Becky was saying, made me feel all right. Yeah. And it made yeah. me able to enjoy the things that were great about the movie as well, because there were Wait. some truly great things. So I have a question. Does that count as you telling us how you're doing? <laughs> you yeah. haven't asked. I, I will say this has dominated my emotional... Like, I can't imagine what you're going through, Becky, just being, like, pregnant and having to process The Last Jedi because me on my own, I'm, like, walking That's around, cool. like, emotional, thinking to myself, like, trying to figure imagine, out what's going to... you would explode if you were pregnant and had to deal with <laughs> emotions. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm frustrated about the movie. I feel like it could have been amazing and it wasn't as good as it could have been, but I wouldn't say the word is emotional yeah, to describe yeah. it. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, like, dealing with it. In any event. So how, Beck, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Um, I'm ready. I'm ready. Cool. I'm ready to, more to get this more than one person has texted me who has listened to the show and they have asked how you're doing. They want to know if you're, if you've had the baby, if you're doing okay. So not you know, had the baby. I'm five days overdue, which is normal. It is uh, totally normal. Baby. It happens all the time. Yes. Um, so how are you doing, Shy? Oh yeah, how how well, well, we you talked talk, about your emotional. You Nobody asked how I'm no, no. doing. Oh, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing, Mel? Well, I'm good. I'm putting out fires all over the place over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm kicking really ass is. and taking names, <laughs> making sure my pregnant Becky gets what she wants when she wants it. It's definitely very true. Get, getting um, have there been any other discount related events aside from IKEA? I managed to get um, at Walmart Becky a hundred and twenty dollar credit. And get the money back on the credit card. Really? So, yeah. Both? He got both. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Wow. So you're running your own Jedi school out there. Yes. Really uh, reimbur- it's called the Jedi School of Reimbursements. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, in following up from our, our episode from two episodes ago, um, I got a, a text message from uh, my friend Pam, the one who encouraged me to add the spoiler bumper on the on the last Jedi episode saying, how come you didn't put a Christmas story? And I, I explained that that is not a movie that we all grew up watching, so I didn't want to put in movies that we didn't really see or have a relationship with unless I absolutely had to. Similarly with It's a Wonderful Life, another Christmas movie I hadn't seen until uh, recently. And um, last year I got as a gift from my friend Holly an actual Blu-ray of it's A Christmas Story. And so... I figured, you know what, last night was as good as any. Allie and I popped in A Christmas Story. And um, all due respect, I understand why people are very attached to that movie. Um, uh, it must have some nostalgic value, especially if you're growing up in the... The movie looks 30 years back from the 80s to the 50s. Um, and so... Um, from the 50s. No, no, no. It's, it's in the, it was made in the 80s, but, but it's, it, I guess it talks about the 50s. I don't know. But, but I, 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 um, I really liked the little kid with the glasses. Uh, the rest of the movie was mostly insane. Um, I'll just read to you some of the notes I took during it. One of them was, 
The movie celebrates gun violence, vigilantism, and kids shooting at people in their backyards who um, do home invasions. Because early on in the movie, the kid, the whole premise of the movie is this kid really wants to get a BB gun for Christmas. And I guess this was a BB gun that was significant at that time in America. And um, uh, he keeps having these like fantasies about having the the BB gun and being like the cowboy protecting the homestead um, and shooting at people who try to invade his home. Um, the father is like the quintessential, like terrible, like doesn't care about, you know, wants to read the paper and is mean to the kids, kind of like a, a mean version of Murray from the Goldbergs. But mm-hmm. there's this tension between the mother and father throughout this movie that, again, I thought was a family movie where I wasn't sure, because I didn't know anything about the movie, I wasn't sure if there's a certain point where the mother snaps and, like, pushes the father down a flight of stairs because he treats her terribly and she clearly what? and she clearly hates him. Um, uh, yeah, um, there's a scene where a bully is attacking the little main kid and the kid, Ralphie, gets up the courage to fight him and beats the bully bloody in the street. And the mother comes and like takes her kid away. Who's beating up the bully and leaves this other kid like bleeding in the street. It's so weird. It was the eighties. No, but it's the forties. But But it was made in the eighties. I I, 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 probably you sat through this whole movie. I don't have enough time. Yeah. I am. My kids are older. Maybe I, um, so in any event, I, I didn't really get, I don't have a connection to the movie at all. It's the kind of thing, I guess, if I had seen a hundred times, but like, if I were to put this up against any of the movies we talked about in the last episode, this would easily be meh. Uh, um, I don't regret seeing it again. I recommend this to you, loves it? A lot of people love it. I mean, the Goldbergs have a whole episode called A Christmas Story, which, by the way, is probably my favorite episode of the Goldbergs. That's the one where they make Super Hanukkah. But, oh, yeah. But, with the wrap, with, the with the dinosaur wrap or no? No, no, that's the following year. But the point is, is that, anyways, in any event, I, <laughs> this movie is nuts. If you didn't grow up watching it and you watch it now, it just looks super super crazy i want you, you guys to see it just so we can talk about it but i feel like you're never going to see it it's one of the things that when people ask like oh were you sad you didn't have a christmas tree or were you sad you didn't have a big night of presents i'm like no no and was i sad i didn't grow up watching these movies definitely not well in contrast last year i watched it's a wonderful life for my first time with yeah, jimmy stewart a cinematic classic that's yeah. not the same thing and it was and that movie is awesome and it transcends any sort of like holiday or tradition that's just a really really cool movie about like appreciating your life and so so here i thought i was going to have some sort of similar experience and i didn't um and anyway i apologize to people who love this movie um um uh i just i didn't get it but i am glad i saw it because now i feel like i i have an i have a better understanding of what people are talking about and there are some really famous things in the that people reference in pop culture um so that's so that's Mm -hmm. where i am with that one Mm -hmm. all right well what have you guys been watching well, I started watching Mindhunter on Lily's recommendation. I'm very into it. I enjoy it thoroughly. It's quite different from any other show. I don't like these kind of um, investigative cop shows about uh, about serial killers, you know, like that cover, like SVU kind of stuff. I don't like it. I just think it's like weird, gratuitous. Like, why do we need to 
like obsess over all these horrible violent things so I was like very like oh I don't know a serial killer show just just because I feel like I, I don't find it's like a worthy use of entertainment you know a lot with these shows but this movie this show is so interesting and it's nothing like that and it's it, the characters are fantastic and it's you know, well, Lily explained what the show's about already, but I am loving it. Well, we're going to actually start it after this, so yeah. I, will, I will jump on the bandwagon. We'll watch. Yeah, I'm right. curious to hear your thoughts as well. And once we've all seen it, then we can really do a, a proper podcast on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe we can rate the serial killers. Do a buy, rent, or man of the serial killers. I already have my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what else? Okay. Anything else? I feel like this is a good episode we'll use to just kind of pick up other random topics and things that we haven't had a chance to talk about. Are you guys watching any other shows? Well, so we started easy last night. We'll started it. We watched one episode of the second season because Becky's friend, Janine, Janine, hi, if you're listening. Um, she recommended, um, the second, starting starting with the second season. So the first season's not, not that great. And because they're vignettes, like they're not necessarily connected. You don't have to watch them in order. Um, that, I think they might be overall connected, but it's not a big deal to watch them out of order. So we started the first episode of the second season. We're watching this episode, and it connected literally to, like, real life on multiple levels, which is really funny. It's just about a bunch of people in a neighborhood in Chicago, like a nice suburban neighborhood. Is this like a suburban uh, misery show, though? I, You know that I don't like suburban not misery. Not really. No. No. It's, it's, it's a comedy, like, it's, so it's, it's not... Very, it's very funny. No, it just—it's just about people living in Chicago in like different situations, like almost as if it's a, a, like a, in a Seinfeld way that it's not really about anything so far. But it's like what these people perceive to be right. problems, exactly. Yeah, which is why problems. we assume it's called easy because these oh, things that like, like no problems. Fetching, yeah, sorry. like, like fetching right, over, fetching like, over are not necessarily like actual problems, but they really bothers them. And in the first episode, it's about how there's somebody in this really nice suburb neighborhood. Someone's stealing their, like, Amazon packages off the porches. <laughs> and so it was just funny. That- and it's, like, how, like, all the, the neighbors, all, like, the gossipy neighbors get together and, like, come up with these cockamamie plans to, like, capture the guy or to, you know, to, to find the and guy. the various reasons as to why they're all kind of annoyed or mad that the, that the situation is happening, like a safety concern or, you know, the fact that it's like theft or just annoying or whatever. And, and one of the characters is like, maybe we should just stop buying so much stuff. Yeah, Allie's reaction would be, is she would probably be grateful if someone came to the house and started stealing my Amazon packages. <laughs> like when, when we get, when I pull the kid, cut the car up to the house and the kids see Amazon packages, they're like, daddy, why do you order so many packages? Yeah. So that's kind of like Vlad every time I come to visit Becky. <laughs> oh, well, when someone oh, comes I- to your house and they start ordering things to your house, that, that actually is. You ask permission though? Yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be on next door. You better yeah, watch Bob's that. Gonna be like, what? <laughs> so then, after watching this episode, Vlad takes me down the incredible rabbit hole of Becky's neighborhood like forum. Well, it's 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 a any any neighborhood could be on this forum. We were just showing you our neighborhoods. Like a chat forum, like. Oh, no, you, it's no, like no. a like a next, message board no, for their neighborhood. You probably know next, next door. Shall, you probably have next door. You ever use next door? We have. There's like a local listserv here that might be the most like powerful collection of moms in the United States of America. Like your business can 
rise and fall as a result of the recommendations. So, but it's just an old fashioned like yeah. So imagine if like no, next no, this door, looks more like imagine, a website. Ma- next door is a like a match between Facebook and Craigslist, but specific, but you but you register specific to your neighborhood and then you engage in like the message boards and the selling stuff and this and that for your neighborhood. And so when you go on the message boards for like where we live, you can like read these threads that people have, you know, conversations that they're starting about issues in the neighborhood. You know? This is my nightmare. This is like a condo board meeting okay. something I have so, to read. So we literally have just finished this episode, which is about fetchy people like in this suburb uh, dealing with a not real problem. And it's, it's really funny because as one of the characters, like maybe stop ordering so many things, like literally Vlad had said, Maybe we should just buy more locally and stop ordering on Amazon. And everybody wanted to slap him because Amazon's amazing. So it was just really funny. Then he takes me down this rabbit hole of the next door um, forum of their neighborhood. And he's like, look, this kind of thing is real. Like, that's on this show. And I start, you know, reading all these different comments and things and complaints. And he's like, let me just put in a keyword. And he types in the word, like, to, to find messages related to poop. <laughs> and oh my god, Chai! I've never seen Vlad laugh that hard with me reading it out loud. It was <laughs> amazing. So the thread on poop is mostly about when people put their trash out for the trash day, and people are walking their dog, and they pick up their dog's poop. They take advantage and they just throw it in other people's trash bins. And instead of, I guess, finding a public trash bin or walking it back to their own house trash bin. So this is like the whole thing going on, people, you know, yelling at other people, calling people out, you know, don't do this. Other people being like, you know what, it's trash, who cares, like whatever. And then one guy goes and says, we pay taxes per trash bin. So by you putting your trash in my bin without permission, you're stealing from me. And then somebody else writes further down, like Frederick Frederick Tanner, whoever that person is. If somebody's giving you something, it's not theft. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. And I'm literally, it just, it, last night, this is like 11 o'clock at night, having watching this episode, then going on Becky's next door. Oh my God, the, so, the comedic you, value was an unbelievable. I will say, Allie engages in this and, and sometimes gets really useful tips and things like that. But, like, every once in a while, um, she'll have, like, a slip-up. Like, one time, uh, we were looking for, like, a doctor. Uh, I wanted to get a new doctor in relation to my cholesterol. And Allie wrote to the listserv and listed, like, all these medical facts about me to the entire neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag classic Allie. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. neighbors would be like, shy, okay. Is everything anyway. all right? <laughs> you can feel them. Like I, I, I go out to the car the next day, and you can see this. We're near one of the bus stops, so we see a lot of the parents regularly. You can see them all whispering, me like. Whoops, 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 whoops. That's, you got to watch the show. Then. Um, and then, and then the other big one. This one, another great one, which was um, uh, at one point, I think it was must have been near Halloween. It was definitely in the fall. We were driving back to our house, and we saw on a, a stop sign someone had taken. Like balloons, yeah, balloons, like long, like animal type balloons, and taped a flower around the stop sign. And so the stop sign looked like this kind of cool flower. It looked like it was decorated. 
and Al writes to the listserv in the nicest, most earnest way. Like this is not a this is not a this is like a no good deed goes unpunished situation. Writes, I just want to say, you know, whoever you know put the put the um, balloons on the stop sign. Thank you so much for making that little effort to make the neighborhood more fun and beautiful. And then some crazy angry character writes back and say, I actually think that that's a violation of the law and call the police and they had right. to take the that, thing that, down. Yeah. Before Allie got the flower stop sign removed. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like, so my general opinion is like those listservs, while they, they are useful for certain things, they, they scare me quite a lot. So I'm, um, But truly they could just take one of these threads and turn it into a script for this TV show because right. it's, it was, it's it was brilliant reading about it. I like, would, I mean, if you can find some good ones and just want to read them, and I don't know if that's legal or not, but... Well, you don't say the names. If you don't say the names? Well, like, it's it's in public. I, I would listen to that on this show once in a while. Is I Lily might have to do dramatic it. reading. No, you know, Lily, I want Lily to pull it right. from Becky's neighborhood, so that that's like, it's sort of like a double blind also, so it's like extra anonymous. Except I yeah. totally just said the name of my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I can recommend... The first oh. episode, season two of Easy, we, I can't, the second episode was a little bit more uh, in depth, so I don't know if so it'd be for everybody, I, but the first episode I can recommend. Are you watching it with mom? We watched the we first watched episode, episode yeah, with I, mom. I yeah. have heard, I thought I read that that show was a little bit on the risque side. The second episode is, there's a lot of sex yeah. in the second episode. Okay. That's awkward to watch with mom. Night alone with Vlad. Not weird. Not weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. But it was really fun. It was like a really, it was a really interesting episode. Well, maybe. But yeah, in our family, I think we're such cinema buffs, and we we take you know movie viewing quite seriously. And most of us in this family have studied it, so I feel like for many of us, I feel like if there's risque, two, one two, and a half. Well, I would say you took a couple classes. No, I I would say one and a half easily, if not two. And I think Shy's entire like hobby is this. So the point is that. Um, if there's like risk gay stuff for us and we're watching it with our family, it doesn't really phase us that much. Mm, definitely makes me super uncomfortable. I know. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I was young. Do you remember the movie Gotcha with? Um, no, you uh, you have a whole parallel childhood of movies that you've seen <laughs> that we have no idea what yeah, we're talking I've about. Apparently, seen it in the theaters. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, Gotcha. Gotcha was with the guy who was in um, Doctor Green from ER. What was his name? Mark? No, yeah, not, not Mark Green. The one who's in Revenge of the Nerds. Mark Green. Isn't his name Mark? No, no, that's the name of the character. What's the name of the actor? Anyways, Lil is our chief researcher. Gotcha, 1985. You can find it. Anyways, what? Gotcha's like this spy <laughs> movie. It's a little bit like uh, Cloak and Dagger and those no. other movies of that era. Like a young person falls into an international plot by accident. Um, and then the woman who's the lead, I think she was eventually on Law. Linda Order. Florentino. She's from Black Men in Black. Oh, is Linda, Florent Linda Florentino is the woman? It's Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, that's it. So I was watching that movie with Bubba. Okay, when... I didn't say with grandparents. I said with our parents. <laughs> well, I, was I don't find it sexy and weird watching them with our parents because it's cinema so anyways like, i was yeah. watching that i was watching that movie with boba and there's nothing about that movie initially that leads you to believe that there's going to be a sex scene in it. it's about this kid who plays paintball and accidentally ends up in in, the, in a um in like a international spy plot 
in any event, there's a love scene between him and the main character and Bubba in Spanish. And this is how it plays in my head. I have no idea what she actually said, but in my head at the time, jumps up from the tele, jumps up from her chair, starts fast forwarding the scene and goes, no sexo, no sexo. That's entirely possible. Um, so in any event, um, so no, that is a cringeworthy moment. Like telling that story literally is psychologically oh. scarring for me. That's so funny. Oh, I wonder what other movies you've seen that I've never even heard of. <laughs> I mean, we could do a whole podcast because, like, I that other movie he said that we saw for the first time in the theater. Never heard of it. Never saw that. As mean, a, are we going back to Last Man Standing? Yeah, never even heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, odds are we've all seen movies the others haven't seen. But you're right because I'm older. There's probably like a whole group of movies that generationally I was oh. exposed to, like that that you guys weren't. Um, sorry, shifting gears. Uh, if that's okay, or can, yeah, can yeah, I? No, no, no. Yeah, you yeah. had us about like, oh, any song lyrics you got really wrong, and I actually had a twist on that. Um, you know, like something for us to talk about, like, oh, you thought it was one thing, but it turned out it was this whole other phrase in the song. I have songs where I know what the correct word is, but my brain, what like the correct you know wording is. But my brain switches it to something else because somehow I think that sounds better, even if it makes no sense. Like what? Like um, the Ed Sheeran song. He lost me at Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran song. uh, Castle House House on a Hill. Castle on a Hill. And he has this line. He's like, and I, what's his line? Miss the way you, something like that. You see something. something, and in my head, instead of him saying, I missed the way, I feel like he should be going, I kissed the rain, and I don't know why I think it should be kiss the rain, which makes no sense and has nothing to do with the song and is not the correct words, but I think it's that. And then I have this other line from an Adele song where she's like, send, send, my, send, send my, my love, love to your new lover. Send my love to your new, to your your new, new love to your new love or something. And I'm like, for some reason, I think she should be saying, send my love to your front door, which I don't know why. So you're just, you're just offering notes to these famous I singers. Just, I just like in my head when I sing along, that's how those are the words I sing so, along so to. What I was talking about when he was having this conversation is that like Rafi always used to think that um, in the opening of You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC, that instead of she was a fast machine who kept the motor clean, he used to he used to sing she was a fax machine. But did he know it was she no. was a fax machine? No, for the he longest time he thought it was fax machine. machine. See, that's what I'm saying is that I know the right words, but I sing it wrong anyway and, because I in my head I like the way that sounds better. And then um you know the song Centerfold? Yes. By Jay Giles yeah, band. Yeah, um and they say my memory, I think my memory has just been sold. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, um, uh, 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 Alon used to sing, my livery has just been sold. <laughs> like like the old-timey, like, what is a livery? Like, it's an old-timery. Like except the horses. Yeah, okay. So my livery <laughs> has just been sold. Like, he turned it into, like... And... So you know very intimate wrong lines from friends of yours. Yeah, no, no. So, and then mine is, you know, The Power of Love... Um, it's the uh, power of love by Huey Lewis. Yeah. So uh, from um, Back to the Future. Yeah, from Back to the Future. So mine, what mine was, I'm just pulling up the lyrics here, but mine was there's a line about, uh, I think it's you don't need your credit card to ride this train. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, is that is that the line? Yeah, that is the line. Okay. Yeah. So in my mind, it was, um, you know, you don't need money. Don't take fame. Dumping your credit card right in the stream. For the longest time, I thought it was just like, you don't need money, you don't need fame, you can just throw your credit card in the water too while you're at it. <laughs> so the same sentiment, but I guess I heard it, heard it differently. Yeah. Really oh, one more. Uh, literally in, until I was m- much older, I mean, I'm probably in like my teens, the opening of the Full House song, whatever happened to predictability. So I didn't... So I didn't... So when I was really little, I started watching that show when I was probably like three or whatever. I mean, I obviously didn't know, I didn't know what the word predictability was. So I sang this song until like my mid-teens as whatever happened to predictability, which isn't even a word. It's not a real word. The other one I had, the one I had, and I want to say dad might have actually led me astray on this one. Because again, it's not like you could Google lyrics when, you know, in the 80s. But Jump by Van Halen, you know, when they say you might as well jump. For some reason, the longest time I thought it was Maxwell, comma jump, like he's talking to his buddy Maxwell, <laughs> like Maxwell jump. I can see that. Yeah, and I, well. I have. I can't think. Of, the only one I can think of is a song in Spanish, which you guys won't think is funny. So and you make a lot of mistakes in Spanish, which are funny. I do, so, I do. But for an American, like, oh, that's a whole other bit. One day, Lily, Lily going through all the times she used the wrong phrase in Spanish, and one time I made a fool of just myself. Just like it's like a tidbit. One time she told someone she was going to take a shit on her own face by accident. <laughs> it, was great. it wasn't on purpose. It was a cop, and I was going to shit on myself. Oh, and okay, it was not so mad. Anyways. The point is that I will say that I'm sure I have exactly what you guys are talking about, but I can't think of any. Uh, I probably have to hear the song. Like, Becky, the two but, songs, wait, the two songs that you just yeah. mentioned is because you heard them on the radio recently. Great. So but, I think I have to find, like, it'll happen to me I like know, that. I, I, I have, here, like, vivid memories question. of all these. Karma Chameleon, here. I really just thought he was saying chameleon the whole time. Okay, like, but shy. Come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. I definitely thought it was come chameleon. Yeah. Wait, what is it? <laughs> it's Karma Chameleon. Karma Chameleon. How is I for that? sure thought it was Karma Chameleon. Oh, I definitely thought it was Karma Chameleon. That, that, thank you for clearing that up. So question. Because it's different. Childhood, That's a good one. Your songs are like childhood songs that you misheard, like myself with the Full House song. My current present day ones are just based on the fact that I think I'm so tone deaf. It does not matter what the real words are. I can squeeze anything into it. Oh, you know what I mean? just thrown in. Like, I, just I will no say idea. this, that I was, there's a Spanish song that was on the radio for a long time, like a, a hit, and the line is, for you it will be, and it was like a popular song you could sing in the car, and the mistake I made was that would instead of saying, for you it will be, that you would sing in the car loud, I, I would say, bakery, because the way the words were similar, so I thought they were, the guy was saying a, a bakery, which now I think that doesn't make any sense. So that was embarrassing, but just not in this country. Yeah. Hmm. So you could cut that out on the podcast. It doesn't, might not work. Well, it's it's in. I'm not, like, it gets, it's (laughs) That was too short for me to go and find it when I edit it. Um, And then there's tons of things, like, on the Thriller album. Um, Well, just look at the timestamp right now, and it was right before that. And and also the timestamp of when I was singing. And told everybody the neighborhood she lives in. I'll do my best. Um, okay, well, what are you watching, Shy? Uh, I'm not sure I want you to answer that based <laughs> on the preview I well, got. Well, number number one, I'm going to throw in an extra one. 
So we know that I am, uh, uh, despite my... Oh, my... you like Suits. We heard you like Suits. We no, get no, it. I don't like Suits. I've never watched Suits. No, um, what is no. the one? Well, Mom likes it, so that's next on our list. <laughs> so so you, you, sang, you did sing a little bit of the Full House theme song, which I will not cut out. And I have been now, I'm now halfway through the second season of Fuller House. And it's sort of like this train that just started and can't stop. Um, uh, and uh, I, I, I really like it. I really think I'm enjoying watching the, the hijinks of DJ um, uh, Tanner, now Fuller. And um, Mom and I couldn't get through. No, it's those first couple episodes are truly terrible. But then it catches a rhythm, particularly like Kimmy Gibbler's, like her and her daughter, and, and that element of the show is quite funny. Anyways, I don't. I, I, anyway, so I, I'm still plugging. I'm still plugging along, listening, watching. Well, listening because I don't usually watch it. I usually play it before I go to bed. Um, but Fuller House, I still pretty pretty much like. Um, but the other thing I'm super excited about is we started watching the second season of Troll Hunters this morning. Um, have you guys watched that first season of that yet? Is that the kids show? It's the one that Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, it's the animated show yeah, that. Yeah. It is... No, I don't have a six-year-old. I haven't started watching it yet. No, no, but no. The first oh. season of that show is amazing for kids and adults. I and believe it's... you. I'll just wait till my till my children are old enough. I don't want to waste it. You know. No, that's I... fair. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because you want you're going to see at a certain point you're going to want to watch something that's good. Um, and in the second season, Mark Hamill has introduced voicing one of the villains. At least I presume it'll be a villain, um, the the brother of another of a, one of the trolls. He plays this villain, mm-hmm. and he is so great. I mean, so great as the voice actor in it. So, anyways, it, Guillermo del Toro is a director that I think geeks he's, love. He has a new movie coming out. And he's a new movie coming out, Shape of Water. But my one of the things that happens with Guillermo del Toro's movies is that I'm excited for every single one. Um, and some are better than others. Pan's Labyrinth being this like incredible achievement, but there's always, I always feel like there's something that's being holding him back from realizing his whole vision. And for me with troll hunters, the fact that it's a show for kids kind of gives it its boundaries, but then the rest of it is really his and the other person who created its vision because they have so much room to tell the story and Mm -hmm. it's just dynamite and it's visually beautiful and it's a lot of fun and the characters are awesome. So Troll Hunters okay. is awesome. I'm watching Stand Against Evil, which is John C. McGinley fighting demons with uh, this mm. actress, um, Janet Varney, um, as his uh, sort of partner. She's this town sheriff. He's the former sheriff. And then uh, the character, the actor that plays his daughter is Deborah Baker Jr. I've never seen a female actress use, or a female actor use the term junior in their name, but she's also hilarious. Anyways, it's a little bit like Ash versus Evil Dead. Celebrity but... just named their kid with a junior. Shit. Hold on. Keep going. In mm-hmm. any event, it's really funny, and I hope it finds an audience. And rather than be, rather than fall into the camp of being annoyed that oh, this is similar to Ash versus Evil Dead or, or Evil Dead, <laughs> the guy who created the show, Dana Gould, said, "Of course, it's like Evil Dead. It's it's inspired by that." But it's its own thing. It is its own thing. But yes, of course, this this person grew up loving that and wanted to do his own sort of spin on it. In any event, it's a lot of fun. I hope it gets a third season. And then last but not least, I am watching Riverdale, and it's the guiltiest pleasure oh, of all. Shy, you should. <laughs> I had to sneak it in. Uh, emo Please. jughead. 
But wait, wait. Muppins is for it, all this time is it, we tried to get you to watch stuff and you refused. Is it is it better than Heart of Dixie or on par with? Uh, no, it's not better than Heart of Dixie because it it lacks. So Heart of Dixie had an optimism that Riverdale frankly doesn't have. Riverdale is like a, it's like if they mixed Archie comics with the movie Cruel Intentions, like everyone is having an affair and in a relationship, you know, uh, an illegal relationship with a teacher and the parents are all dating each other and embezzling money and dealing drugs. Like there's a lot going on in Riverdale, the whole. And to confirm, you want people to listen to this podcast and know you watch these shows. Oh, Riverdale is a super guilty <laughs> pleasure, but it's, it's a, it's a fun one. Okay. I I I, I, feel, I I look. I get behind it. I've now watched one and a half seasons of it. I have. I I can't hide my love for the show. Um, um, um. What was I gonna say? Uh, Serena Williams' daughter is a junior. Oh, Alexis, okay. Olympia. Oh, that's what I thought. But she's named after her dad. Junior. But yeah. well, she, she, can, her dad. she can do whatever she wants. Serena Williams. She's. Yeah. Probably the greatest athlete alive. So that, I, I that's what I'm on these days. To wrap up because I really I have, to have to pee. I like okay. getting a UTI. I have to go back into that. Hurry yeah. on that. It's a lot of information. All right. Um, did yeah. you, Lily? I know you wanted to play the game this time, but should we just keep it for next time? Yeah, we'll keep it for next time. We had some okay. good ones. There. All right. We'll, we'll we'll play it. We'll play it next time. Um, if there is one, well, at the very least, the way the timing's going, we could actually tape the next one in person. We now have one for this week, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I wish you guys a, a good night. Well, let's uh, just quickly say, where can people follow you, Lil? TGK Gomez. On Twitter. Mm-hmm. On Twitter. Um, I just put a new recipe up. Well, I, I know, guess I saw. Can you, do you want to talk about the recipe at all? Um, yeah, it's this like braised chickpea recipe. Uh, you, you can follow the recipe as is, or you can really, you know, change it up however you want swapping in and out ingredients it's super yummy it's one of my favorite favorite vegetarian dishes um uh yeah it's a recipe for braised uh olive oil braised chickpeas so i recommend that one that's what i put up today but i don't know when this when this episode is going to air so we'll Um, see well that'll that's and that's on everydayout.com yeah everydayout.com and you can follow me at pancake for table you can follow the podcast at FridayNightMoviePod.com and subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and Podbean. And uh, the theme song is by What Does It Eat? And I think those are all the things that I have to say. Hey. All, right. all right. Love you, too. Thank you guys for doing this. I love you. Talk love to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. so powerful not realize that kylo ren is using his mind right i mean i also that's vanity that's vanity
Right. But one that of the themes of the movie is vanity and ego. And everyone thinks that everyone thinking they're special and no one's special, which then makes you wonder, then is everyone special? I don't know. But that that is a the theme article, that Snoke thinks he's amazing. Sent, the article you sent is perfect because it sums up Who exactly is the problems, except, except it left out the Furbies. But besides that, oh, I, like, I like the I like the. Um, um, I'm the only one who liked the Porgs. I thought they were cute. But that's the thing. The, the Furbies aren't the problem. It's all the other critters. Right. It's like the twists maybe weren't bad, but it's all the other twists. Like, why right, does yeah. Laura so, Dern not like, tell right. anyone her plan? Those people's lives but are that's in her what hands. They say, and like, they're like, the rebels just screwed everything up for everybody. Yeah, they like got all their own people killed. They mistrusted also, each other. Also, at the end of the article, he's like, warning spoilers. And I thought, there's literally not a single spoiler. There's nothing you could ruin about this movie. <laughs> What could you ruin? Nothing. <laughs> okay, Snoke dies, but nobody even knows who he is. Nobody cares. I want to know, how did he have access to Ben Solo? There are, like, Snoke corrupted him. I'm like, was Snoke his school teacher? Like, right. That's also a good why point. Why would you let, He's, like, the darkest, evilest person he in the he galaxy? He lives with Han or Leia, because they're divorced. So he's living with one of his parents. And from there, he goes to Luke's super Jedi training school. Was he at Hogwarts and like Snape got to him? What? When did he? Oh, don't tell me. I didn't finish don't the, book. Finish oh. the books. But the point is that <laughs> the, uh, we have to keep reminding things. ourselves. Lily is we reading Harry Potter, Harry Potter one book a year. Past the third book. <laughs> <laughs> no post prisoner of Azkaban spoilers. Exactly. And I've read half of the Phoenix of the River, whatever that one is. <laughs> <laughs> I read half of that one so we can go up to the when Cedric Podrick dies. <laughs> yeah, that guy bites it. That's really sad. Podrick? Who is that character from? No, he's from Game of Thrones. <laughs> he's from Game of Thrones. And honestly, if he walked onto the scene with Captain Phasma, it would have made that scene make more sense. It would have been better. Also, like that, the perfect, perfect in the article that they brought it. They had already shy. Like they had a great evil character with a, everybody's like everybody wants to see a chrome stormtrooper, but they wasted it. They had a full opportunity to advance that story and nothing. Yeah, like nothing. she could have been out there like obsessively hunting for Finn, right? Like almost sure. like a revenge mission on behalf and of she the. And appears on the rebel ship somehow and sneaks in, and there's a battle on the rebel ship against her and you could have done all kinds of cool things with her and made right. that the I feel focus like, i feel like like there's so much of what happened in this movie was like literally pointless like there was no there's no there's only two spoilers that snoop dies fine <laughs> and then that snoop. her then she's nobody but again she we no still parents. don't actually know for some reason i just thought snoke was actually like an important character and i just wasn't versed enough in the franchise to no, know no, who he, he was years in force awakens nobody's ever heard of him so we don't really find out who he is and why he's so old. Like, he's so old. Like, he's presumably been around for, like, a thousand years, but who the fuck is he? Also, his face is very mangled. Is there a backstory, or is he, like, a, an alien that looks I mean, like maybe him? he'll get a spinoff, too. I mean, look, that kid with the sweeping is going to get this his own three-part movie series. That's a good point. We're going from the, the most powerful people so far on the dark side are the Emperor, Darth Vader, Anakin, well, Anakin, Darth Vader, Snook, Snoke, Snoke, Kylo Ren. That's the order. I don't know. Well, Kylo Ren off Snoke, but like, what the, I don't understand. What would like? Also, wait. Why can't he be a Sith 
Lord, right? They say he can't be a Sith in the article. Who can't and be a Sith? And what's a Sith versus these bad guys? Like, yeah, why can't a, he be a Sith? Is a Sith just like an evil Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. But they're like a race of people, I thought. No, 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 no. Sith is the is the whole type of dark version of a Jedi. But it's the I mean the the thing is that stars had already long established in Clone Wars and other areas that there were people who could be connected to the Force and use the Force, including Leia, all the way dating back to Empire Strikes Back, who were not Jedi's <laughs> or Sith. Right. You know, like, it, the well, Force just exists. You're born, imagine you're born with the Force as if you're born with a gift, and if you were to utilize it and train it, then you become a Jedi. Right. So she's not it's a like Jedi. It's like getting a master's degree, well, literally. It actually, right, that's why they right. call them master. You could be really good at science force. and be a knack at, like, surgery, just not have a medical degree. Right. Yeah, or you could but be, like, a nurse practitioner so or an acupuncturist, like, you know... Well, that article is excellent because it also brings up an amazing point. We have been tantalized with the idea that she has the ability to use the force. And now is our moment where we get to see it. And she beams Scotty up herself into the ship after being frozen in space. Is that what everybody was waiting for? <laughs> That's a great point. Maybe she secretly is trained in the force and no one knows it. I don't know, but let's, let's, Take a pause here because we have a lot. To, I don't think we should go too we deep. We should about. only talk about this. I'm There's only so going to be able to say. talk about this. And now that I'm not having my baby, I kind of just want to go see it again tonight. I know, no. So I, I have like this whole emotional process. Really also, sit through it again. Yeah. What? I don't want to sit through it again. Um, should I keep this both equally because Lily's hogging the computer? Well, I'm just trying to get work. I can't. I cannot officiate this from far away. I'm sorry. I don't have Snoke FaceTime abilities. I can't build the bridge. So wait, they were wait. I'm sorry. They were both being manipulated I, by Snoke. But they there was never a moment but then where they Kylo kept... Ren was manipulating Snoke back, and so was purple-haired Laura Dern manipulating everybody, <laughs> and so was um. Uh, right, I'm so mad at Ryan Johnson. I feel like if I see him, I'm gonna have some serious words. It was like it was yeah. Wait, I have two questions for you, Shy, and then we can close it if nobody has anything else they need to say. But I have two questions. So One is more. is none of none of the time. That they're ever connected, even in the ending of Force Awakens, when they're like, whoa, we're connected. None of that is them. It's all Snoke? Yes. I have no idea. How does But Snoke, it's, it's hard to tell how Snoke knows who she is. You know, it's Allie. <laughs> Allie's like what? running. Allie's running the garburator. Oh. <laughs> and Allie just said there's no such thing as a garburator. Chai, uh, do you ever listen to Heavyweight? It's the. Podcast and the, the host is from Montreal. No, but I already it's like it. Really funny Montreal. But I already like it. It's good. I really like it. It's a Jewish guy from Montreal, Jonathan Goldstein, and then like he's always referencing being from Montreal. Oh, it's really yeah. funny. Awesome. I listened to it on the plane. Okay, uh, so um, I'm open. Wait, I'm that open that was to... question. Now I don't remember my okay, last. Hold on, hold on. So I'll do an intro. Um, we don't need to do. Um, I'll I'll just update you guys on my holiday movie experience because we watched. Christmas story, which I was like, what is this? I don't, I don't even know what's what, what that is. That's the one with the little boy with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, it's like an. I don't know if you did live that they did live. Well, they're doing live, it live a Christmas story. It's coming up. Never gonna see it now. Now that I've seen the original source material, I'm like, I don't understand. Um, so mm -hmm. I have that, 